it is. Really? Let's have a little fun. Two ball guys with Rancher Ron. Two ball guys with Rancher Ron. Two ball guys with Rancher Ron. Long winged Monday morning time to rise and shine. Want some motivation? Well, I know a few guys with the internet connection. Two one six is on. Tune in the two ball guys with Metro Ron. Introducing Coach Papa Tim's to it's his name. He's a master with the pen in the poetry game. He wants to see a better world and he plays his part. Always loving, always giving, cause he's got a big heart. The co-host won't look where he can stand on his own. From the state of Iowa, it's the man Kid Jones. He's impressive on the mic and you have the side. Where the host and all the controlling down a bit. And the one feet of hope is heard around the world With Tommy Operation dropping nuggets and pearls Though he's not a city slipper He's as cool as the pawns It's the way you live to give him Thought we are in a Hallmark movie for a second with the feedback there Two ball guys Well, this is a standard two ball guys stuff our very first show in Harvard We had the best ten minutes we ever did And we didn't weren't live on air <laughs> Good morning, and welcome to Two Ball Guys and a Microphone. Good morning, Ken. How was your weekend? Awesome weekend. Good. You can uh, keep talking. For I, uh, I had planned on getting out on a, on the trails a lot this weekend. It was Pedalpalooza. Yeah. Uh, raising money for the Family Health Clinic down in Crystal Lake. But obviously Saturday there was no writing unless you had a... Uh, you know, the, the scuba suit on. It was uh, raining. raining pretty good, but I did get out Sunday for a 41 mile bike ride. I saw that. So that was uh, that was good. Got a lot done. My wife said, uh, "Have you looked at the gutters?" Yeah, they're right there. I said, "Have you looked in the gutters?" Yeah. Uh, so then I went up and looked in the gutters, and uh, uh, they needed some work. So about three hours yesterday, up and down the ladder, after a 41 mile bike ride, was. Uh, yeah, made it interesting on the old legs this morning. The legs feel like, but it was uh, it was just it was a great weekend hanging out with some of the family and um, my men's group on Saturday morning was a uh, probably it's uh, it's a unique group. Every once in a while we get really really deep. Yeah, and that was this Saturday morning. It was a uh, finally at about eight thirty. I'm like, guys, you're hurting my brain. <laughs> it was uh. We got to talking about the the Trinity and and in the Gospel this weekend the uh, the one thing you know Jesus said uh, uh, you know I'll be going home and to God for He is greater than I and one guy said how can it be greater if they're well, three and one and aren't they're all the same and so that launched a pretty uh, in depth conversation on uh, the Trinity and I believe so it was uh it was just it was it was a great weekend put uh. What did I cook on Saturday night? I used the grill ribs. Found some ribs on uh, sale at Jewel. And uh, had ribs on Saturday night on the grill and then pork chops on Sunday night. Now, do on you, the grill. Uh, you boil them? Or? Uh, no, these were these were pre-cooked Jewel ribs for next to nothing. Next to nothing. Nice. Were, were they as good as the ones I, and I do boil uh, when I cook yeah. them myself. Uh, so they weren't quite as tender as mine, but the the barbecue sauce they had on was really good. It was a, a hickory, so it was a yeah good weekend. That is good. Food, family, friends. Yeah, f- uh, busy busy weekend for us is uh, a lot of um, graduation parties uh, going on and uh, basketball wrapping up and. Uh, got to sit by the fire on on Saturday night after the after the rain died down with the new neighbors and um, yeah it was it was fun and then last night we were the neighbors had a fire going again so we sat down again and then uh, the dad started playing the kids uh, in uh, in a little basketball so we we live on a, a cul-de-sac now and uh, it was like you know it was it was like uh, the old days. Uh, in the neighborhood, when uh, when everybody was just out, uh, you know, playing, hanging out, and the dads just started playing playing ball with them. Nice so, uh, you got your wife a new car. You and your wife got a new car that she will be driving most That's of the time. Right. That's right. Yeah, it's fun. 
Um, and uh, just an incredible experience with our friends over at Bus Ford. Um, it's our third or fourth car we bought from them. We've never had a bad, bad experience over there. So awesome. So we've got these cars that are smarter than us. Lane assist, this, that, the third. It kind of drives itself now. It's weird. Yeah. Well, they do have those that drive themselves. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm comfortable with that it is it's was... fun it's fun to it's fun to do it bothers alice because it'll go through it stays between the lanes you know uh, so it'll go through s curves and stuff and i just put my hands up and let it go it's funny yeah, i was talking to our good friend casual pits one day on yeah. facetime and when you know we're on facetime i look and the, the seatbelt was clearly on the driver's side but he's like talking with i'm like what's yeah. going on he goes oh I'm, my Tesla drives itself. You know, I just put it in a destination and sit back and let it go. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's just nuts. Well, the good life. Um, we asked some of our listeners out there to talk about the good life. What is the good life? Are you living the good life? Um, we got a, a, a couple of things back, but Coach, what what are what are you uh, what what did you define the good life? What is it? for me? It's just it's being with family. Every everything we do. Is about our family. We have a job so we can uh, afford a house and, and cars and, and good schools for our family. So I sat back and, and looked at that. And for me, the good life is just being with our family. Uh, our son and his wife down in Texas are expecting our 12th grandchild. And uh, you can count on us being there uh, for that experience. Because for me, uh, it is all about family. Yeah. Uh, everything I do feeds that. Um, like, so the good life is is just family. It's it's being with family, being uh, being able to experience family. Um, family. All right. So it's being with family. One of your children dies, or one of your grandchildren oh. dies. Do you still live in the good life? We, uh, we were playing a game several years ago. I forget the name of it, but at the beginning of a game, you write your greatest fear down on a piece of paper and you roll it up and you put it in a, a little thing in the middle of the board. And then the first one who gets done, they pull one of the greatest fears out of this, the, uh, the cauldron. And if they read yours, you lose. If they read somebody else's, you win. And, it, you know, so we get all the way through the game. My wife is the first one to get to the yeah. end of the game. They pull uh, out a card and they read it. And it says the death of one of my children on it is her greatest fear. She goes, oh, I lose. I go, wait a minute. I grab it. It was my handwriting. We both wrote the exact same thing. Uh, that is our greatest fear. Uh, you know, when our, our children were first dating and first driving, you know, the horror mm -hmm. stories all the time, uh, you're up. So uh, I've been with friends who have lost children, and it, it is, one of them dies, it would, it would take a piece of me with them. Yeah, so no more good life then? Um, well, it, it would be hard. It would be hard, but there's still, in the case of grandchildren, 11 others. In the mm -hmm. case of children, you know, that you have to live for. And I believe you can get back to the living the good life, but just a piece of you is going to. Gotcha. And so a single child whose parents have died, never got married, doesn't have any children. No good life? Uh, to you, this uh, is, defined by you. If if it was my good life, that would, you know, then that was the case, I probably would have found something different. I mean, this definition is my definition. It's not, yeah. it doesn't belong to anybody else, but. Um, if, uh, April said yesterday when I got home from a bike ride, she goes, well, I know what you could do if I die before you. It's like, what? She said, you can just go ride your bike all day and then come home, eat and go to sleep. Uh, so, you know, being able to be active, um, uh, if I was on my own, I probably, uh, that would be one of the things for me that would be, yeah. Uh, so. So mine, uh, if, if I'm doing it and, and haven't found little definitions and things of that nature, um, the good life for me, the good life for me is, is about serving. Okay. 
right? Um, of course, absolutely, absolutely love my kids. Studies show, though, that uh, parents with kids aren't always happier living the good life, right? Because um, each child throws their own curveballs and, and things in there. Um, but um, I think if 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 I my my the best part of my life is when I'm not pursuing my own pleasure, right? Okay. Um, when when a certain amount of my my time and activities are are you know devoted to others or something that benefits others, you know whether it's making them laugh, whether it's here on the radio, whether it's whatever. Um, I, the, the the good life to me is is when I'm uh, you know a, a servant basically, and I don't mean serving in in a you know in, in a restaurant or, or bring anything. me an ale, bench. That's right. But to me, I, I think that that good life is that. And um, and that's probably why I do what I do here at the station to try to bring a daily dose of encouragement. That's the name of the company that owns the station. DDOE. Daily Dose of Encouragement Enterprises, Inc. And, you know, uh, how do you how do you bring that daily dose of encouragement to, to others? So really, um, you know, through the engagement with, with my family and friends and, and work and, you know, various volunteer opportunities, things of that nature. Shana, good morning. How are you? Uh, Shana says, morning. Uh, being able to participate in the, the decision-making, that's easy for you to say, being able to participate in decision-making process in things that have an impact on our lives and automatically express oneself would be part of mine. I love that. Yeah. Right? Um, and 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 it's it's so true uh, that yeah and and sharing that knowledge and 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 helping people walk through those decisions and then seeing that light bulb go on when you're doing it, Shannon. Yeah. That's you caught it. You got it right. Well, and I guess I consider all my athletes uh, to be part of my family too, because you just described, you know, coach's point of view when that athlete gets mm -hmm. it, when the light goes on, uh, there's nothing better yeah. than. So when, um, so as we talk about the good life, um, is part of the good life embracing change to elevate your life? I think it is, but one of the things that, uh, I was at a speaker talking about change one time, and he said, who here um, finds it difficult to change? And most people raise their hand. He says, but who, who here thinks some things need to change? And everybody also raised their hand. Well, if you're concerned about change, but you know you need to change, once you're involved in the change, it's uncomfortable. Once the change is complete or reaching complete, it's, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. So I think, yes, I mean, change has got to be a part of it. That's the only thing in life that's constant is change. Wrong. <laughs> anyway, I think I shared that on the grounds once. I, I don't Scott and I argued about that. Imagine that. The only thing constant in life is God's grace and love. That's Amen. It. Well, that's it. that's it. I can give you that. Uh, anywho, anywho, I digress. Anywho. Um, so, so the... I, I think every human being, I think every human being aspires to live a good life. Yep. You know, uh, the problem is we all define the phrase good life differently. Um, some are, some are looking to live an honest life full of integrity, joy, happiness. Others seek wealth, social status, uh, fame. Uh, look at how many people chase fame, right? Um, as they, as they hope that these aspects will, will help them live the quote-unquote good life. Um, in fact, they many, many associate the good life with money and material belongings. I think we kind of talked about that last week mm -hmm. and, and how, how it's not. Um, the good life is, I think, when you can sit there and go, yeah. Life's good, <laughs> right? Uh, sitting out by the fire this weekend with the neighbors, brand new neighbors. You know, we're we're new in the neighborhood. They got a young family, four kids. We have four kids, you know. Um, and, and when we moved into our old neighborhood back in two thousand and three, Ron and Kathy were about ten years older than us, and they lived next, you know, across the street. Became very, very dear friends of ours. 
um, and still are to this day. Uh, and when we got done hanging out with our, our new neighbors who are younger and in a different stage of life, I, I, you know, I, I go to Alice, I go, ha, we're the Hayhurst now. <laughs> we're the older couple, you know, um, the, that's able to share some wisdom. Would it be considered wrong to admit the, the contact high of making a difference in someone's growth? That's, um, you know, as a coach, it's what I, what I do, you know, as a life coach, I have 11 clients that I work with on a daily basis. So that, that's a powerful statement. Yes. Yeah. I, I think, I, and I think that's, I think that those synapses that fire right there and those things that happen, Shana, is sometimes that's, you know, as I serve, like I said, I'm living the good life when I'm able to help people and I'm serving, you know, and, and doing things for them. Um, helping guiding coaching sitting on these goofy shows um and when somebody bumps into me like oh my gosh that that show or this that and the third really you know you made me think of that differently and i'm like yes yes you know yeah i I, that is that's a high and you know that's that's that little sweet uh, wink from you know god in the heaven god winks you know you're doing the right thing which is which is cool and and to admit it, no. Um, you know, with with my basketball players, I just got done coaching a bunch of seventh grade uh, young young women um, in 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 basketball, and you know the amazing thing is is when they would do something, good, I would tell them that I was like, "Ladies, you, you're doing everything right," and it just it makes my heart happy. You know, I'm like, it just, I love watching you ladies play when you're doing it this way. You make my heart yeah. happy, you know? Um, what, so, what about when they're not playing that way? It does not make my heart happy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, which is for sure. Yeah, here's, can you, can, can we, can, can we get into a space where we're always in the good life or does life throw us something to bounce us out of that good life? Um and throughout the day, can I be out of the good life for an hour and back in the good life? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, as you're going through your day and you're, you're driving somewhere and some guy cuts you off in traffic, yeah. you know, you get totally thrown off your game for a few minutes as you try to survive. And I think uh, several times, you know, a phone call from somebody who's in trouble and things change. Uh, one of our grandsons uh, had a biff at the... Uh, skate park and uh, our daughter and her husband were up north at a funeral and he was being cared for by a friend's mom who got him to the hospital and we got there and it turned out he had lacerated his spleen so we had two or three days of helicopter rides to children's in the the city that we weren't living the good life (laughs) it was a lot of stress Uh, once he got through that uh, we you know we got back on track but yeah uh, life is going to throw you curveballs, and you've got. Uh, if you're, if you're, I think if you're living the good life the right way, you can handle most of them. That's it. Obviously, we've survived everything life has thrown at us to this point, and I'm pretty sure, with one exception, we'll survive everything else life throws at us. And it's just getting through it. Gary, good evening. Glad to have you aboard too. <laughs> Ball guys, good cough of, there. Kind of battling a. Uh, Working on my Wolfman Jack. Yeah, no, uh, that's good. Yeah. yeah, that's good right there. You know, um, here's the deal. I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think you're ever not living the good life, right? I mean, I think life throws us changes, things happen, um, people come, people go, um, and and. and I think all this anxiety, all all this, all these issues, are created by thinking that what the, put it putting a putting a the wrong definition on what a good life is, right? Truly, right? Uh, missed your debut episode last week. Is it? It was a public holiday here. Uh, and had plans. Oh, I, yeah, no, Gary, you were living the good life. You were. <laughs> we were. Life. We were sad, Gary. That's right. Actually, after our our show, we broke down and go, "What? Who? Who forgot to invite Gary?" 
Yeah, did, did you and Larry Gary? I shared the Hey, book. Wendy, good morning. Uh, it's such an inspirational thank you. Love you, Kent. Love you too, Gary, out there. Nice. And coach, Thank, thanks a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Wendy, <laughs> um, absolutely uh, are with you. Um, here's the deal the deal is this I, is, is you're always in the good life, but the good life doesn't mean it's uh, you know, the streets are paved with gold. Okay. The, the, the good life, you, you get out of your head at times and focus on something which then thinks you're not living the good life. But then there's always that moment, like with your grandson, uh, that you go, all is well. Yeah. I'm okay. We made it through it. We made it through it, right? But I think we shift focus, um, fight or flight, all that good stuff. The little amygdala goes, hey, oh, man, we got to worry. Well, we always worry about everything and uh, expect the worst, right? Um, and, and what we don't do is... Uh, is we don't in those moments we 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 shift our focus from hey this this is the this is the good life right like I mean, when the game's on the line I mean you know a calm sea as they say don't make a good sailor right we've talked about this many times in the past and that's where that analogy just came from I used to want every shot now I just want the last shot there it is and, right you know yeah. and it's uh, yeah. Shana says, uh, some of my favorite philosophers believe the best we could ask for is the resilience to experience and grow through the stressors. Yeah, absolutely. A ab absolutely. And, and in my research and doing this and preparing for this show, um, the, the, you know, a lot of the philosophers, Socrates and, and some of the, the good old ones um, say living the, the good life consists of three things. Um, the, these aspects are uh, centered around concepts of self-mastery, exploration, contemplation, and learning. That was four things. Right? And civic engagement. Five. Okay. <laughs> well done. All right. Uh, so, um, so, you know, the, the idea is, again, self-mastery, exploration contemplation <laughs> education um or learning right, right. Uh, the shuns may be in there right and and civic engagement civic engagement now civic engagement for all you out there is not commenting on some idiot's post <laughs> right civic engagement is 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 uh is, is serving is you know uh volunteering helping um do something um you know get out in the public they're not necessarily running a business not necessarily working in a soup kitchen it might just be keeping your yard clean so your neighbors don't get upset right, right? and there's a lot of things out there uh on that um the issue is, I think, as we're living the good life, if we take a look at that self-mastery and embracing change to elevate your life, is we get we we don't know how to work on and or um, enhance self-mastery. We uh, we've had a lot of great guests on Two Ball Guys at a microphone over the years, and some of them have given us some really really good lessons. Uh, you know, just to name a few: Chuck Inman and Chemical Brain Freeze. Uh, we had uh, Jerry Paulson on, and the well, you know, talking about the veterans and the work he's doing to take care of veterans as we're coming up on Memorial Day here in, a, in a, not even a week, a week from today, uh, we will be. Um, and we'll be doing some patriotic stuff for our, yep. our friends Memorial Day. But that that constant approach to, to self-mastery, I think the, the best thing that happened, uh, at least in my world, is when we first launched two ball guys, guys and a microphone. microphone because it's given me the opportunity to meet people I never would have met. Yeah. It's given me the opportunity to find out ways to improve myself that I never would have thought of. And when we apply those things, find out it uh, it works. Yeah, we got up there. Shane says, "Yeah, all those things mentioned are required to really know one's self." And and 
here, here's the here's the interesting thing. My my daughter, my oldest daughter, Ashley, she's a um, clinical psychologist. Yes, she um, had to be being your daughter. Yeah, and we have raised our kids to not rely on anybody else, right? Especially especially my daughters. You're going to be strong young women. Um, don't rely on men. Most men are, you know, this is, and I've told them this since they were kids, all men are jerks and, uh, you just got to find one you can put up with and <laughs> just know that you'll never change them. Right. Um, and, and so she, she asks me yesterday, she says, Hey dad, uh, why did you do that? And I go, why did I do what? She goes, why, why did you, why did you instill in us that we are winners and, and to be the best? I said, because that's what life is about. Enjoying the, the trip, enjoying, you know, enjoying the, the, the fruits of your hard work. And she goes on to explain to me that um, in her working environment, um, you know, because she's that Michael Jordan, because she's really, found her love and chased her dream is what she's wanted to do since a little kid. She's excelling mm-hmm. and she's learning the corporate world, right? Where, where you're going to excel and we're not going to give you a raise, but we're just going to pile the work on a little bit more. But when you work, you know, as, as you, as you are wanting that increase in money because of the increase in work, we will say, yeah, you got to hold on for another three, six months, whatever, right? As soon as the budget opens up, we'll uh, we'll make sure you're right there at the top and, of the list. And she says, she says, why did you and mom do that? It's very frustrating. I said, it's not frustrating. I said, in life, in life, that's what happens, you know. In life, is, you know, and I go, and I go, you have to remember, even though you're a a a, a clinical psychologist and a therapist, is that you don't know what what everybody's road looks like you don't know what they're going through so she's saying well this one co-worker doesn't do anything we'll just say no and i you know i go i'll do you know i'll do it you know because she cares about her patients and and uh, and she she loves the place that she works at and, and you know and they don't they don't say anything to this person or say you know this uh, i go you don't know if he if they're trying to work him out yeah or her out, right? I go. You just you don't know what what path they're on, and that's okay. You don't have to be who you are, do what you love, and do it well, right? Yeah, my son, as he graduated from from college with his uh, degrees, he's got a MBA with an emphasis in finance, and he got into uh, a corporate gig. I'm like, good news, bad news. What's that? Is it? You know, you got a job. Uh, bad news, you're in corporate America now. Yeah, you got and, a job. Uh, every time he'd call and complain, I'd be like, welcome to corporate America. And uh, one day he'll uh, he'll take all those life skills he's learned there and he'll branch out on his own and, and do very well. But for yeah. the moment, he's he's comfortable. And uh, uh, Gary says that's the Peter principle. Do you know what the Peter principle is? To promote someone to one level above their ability. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Okay. I'll go with that. Yeah. Peter uh, Peter Drucker, I, I believe. Know. Sure. So yeah. So to me, it's it, to me, it's just, it's it's riveting um, to to find that when we when we pull into that anxiety, into that muck, into that mire, and we're not. I'm not a I'm not a psychologist or anything of that nature. Um, Nor do you play one on the but, radio. But a lot of people then. Uh, as they want the good life and they compare everybody and everything, that's when I think they turn to addiction. Um, you know, Lawrence Peter. There you go. Lawrence Peter. Okay. Thank you. And, uh, and, and that's, that's when, uh, for whatever reason, their good life has, has perhaps a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow and they can never get to that end of the rainbow. And now they mask it with, Addiction, yeah. What it doesn't have to be drugs, alcohol. I mean, addiction of anything. Basketball, yeah. And and because that addiction makes me feel good, or that addiction takes away the pain of not being able to hit that. Um, and and I think we see that far too often. And now we see uh, we see society start 
labeling and putting things on people um, that that now all of a sudden um, you're taking me away from from the good life. Right. Um, we can all say with with no uncertainty that um, that social media is designed to pull you out of your good life. At first, we thought, hey, this is let me share my good life with you. Here's my here's my plate of green beans and a steak. You right. know what I mean? Here's me in the happy family. Let me share this. Um, and unbeknownst to us, the algorithms were saying, here's stuff you're really going to hate because it's going to make you react right. and get into this. And now we're in a place in life across the globe or, or across the flat earth, whatever one you, you want to believe in, um, that, and I just, I'm going to digress a little bit. If it's flat and you have California on the left-hand side and Japan on the right-hand side, if it's flat, how can I fly from Japan to California without having to go? Dude, you go underneath. Oh, Okay. Okay. But you would still. Well, maybe it's a box. Maybe a box. It could be a box. Maybe we have a cube. We have not explored. And then the astronauts are outside of the box. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, we'll, we'll just go. This this route then is um, it, it is designed in the algorithm to make us uncomfortable and pull us out of the good life, and to, and now I take my focus off my good life to fight with you on your opinion or point of view, which growing up as a, a lot of our, a lot of our listening uh, age truly was, we're going to talk. If I don't agree with you, we'll find something else to talk about. Right. But we can get through it. <laughs> we, we right. agreed to disagree. Correct. Uh, but today, my gosh, some of the stuff you see, but, my wife is uh, kind of funny with that. She, uh, I said, did you see Frank and Christina's post there down at uh, Hot Springs, Arkansas last week? And she goes, no, I, I don't go on Facebook very often because I, you know, I get drawn into it. Wasn't an hour later. She's like, do you believe what they just said about this person? Do you believe so? <laughs> so you did get drawn down the rabbit hole, didn't you? And it's extremely easy, yeah. easy to do. Yeah. And, and, and the unfortunate thing is, um, when we would talk and, and we had a difference of opinion, I might say to you, you know what, I'm, I can't respond real well because I don't know enough there. But no. what happens is I then go out and Google, which again plays to my algorithm of what I like and believe right. and, and whatnot, uh, to give me the good life, Right. <laughs> And then so, I say, no, look, it's right here. And you Google the same thing and it's your opinion. You know, it's, it's set to your algorithm. So the interesting thing is we just continually go round and round instead of going, you know what? I can't comment on that real well because I don't know enough about it right now. So let's come back to that. But anyway, how, you know, are you excited about the bears or whatever? Right. I mean, how about them cubs? Right. I don't, are they winning? No, no my gosh. No, I have no idea. Um, so I think that, you know, what we don't do enough of is we just don't examine life. Explore now, if you have kids, you've examined their life and said, here's the good life for you. And when your child steps out of that and throws a rock through somebody's window, now they're not living the good life, right? Yeah, well, my parents didn't live the good life very, very often, but... <laughs> But that is a, you know, that's a strong point. You know, can we love them through it? And that's, uh, you know, when it gets down to it, that's our biggest role. Uh, we have a tendency as parents to want to, you know, fix their boo-boos. Oh, let me kiss your scraped knee and put a Band-Aid on it. You'll, you'll feel all better. Well, their scraped knees turned into, you know, bigger issues and bigger issues. And as they grow up, we need to let them fall a little more yeah. often so that they can get up. But we have a tendency to, well, yeah, we've got a little extra. We can help you through this. We got a little extra. We can help you through this. Yeah. We don't have a little extra, but we'll go ahead and help you anyway through this. And it becomes a, you know, an issue. Yeah. And we, we get pulled off the good life. Then at the end of the day, you sit back and go, you know what? That was probably a mistake. 
um, no, I, I can't help you with this one. Right. And then guess what? They flourish. And in their flourishing, we all of a sudden uh, start living the good, happy life again. Yeah, walk it off. That's right. Just walk <laughs> it off. That's it. Walk it off. Yeah. Um, Aristotle said that um, an unexamined life is not, not worth living. Right. You know? And living without questioning and reflecting um you know on your behavior your beliefs your values um can result in in you spending way too much time uh, with activities that are not worthwhile to you how many times in life coach have you gone oh i wasted that six months <laughs> um i guess as i matured uh, I, I believe that nothing is wasted as long as we can uh, take lessons away from it. Yeah, I don't want to do that again, but, uh, you know, the experience itself uh, made me better. Yeah. Uh, the, ga the game of golf is a, is a terrible game. You're right. Um, truly is. Truly is. Just walk it off. <laughs> walk it off. That's right. So, so, so really taking a look at it, you know, I am, I am, it's interesting, right? Um, a lot of you who follow us and, and listen to a lot of shows know that this year I've challenged myself to not have any alcohol, right? I'm not an addict. I, I don't have a drinking problem. I would drink on occasion, right? There's one week that I drink and that's on man camp, right? And that's where you just, we go and it's will be 20 years of just ruining brain cells. And, and. You know, so the, we're, we're at a graduation party and people are like, hey, you know, and the, somebody's got some nice bourbon um, and scotch and, it, you know, it smells delicious to me. And they're like, hey, can, can I uh, pour you a cup of finger? I'm like, no, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm straight sober since, you know, for four and a half months now, you know, almost five months. And they're like, I didn't know you had a problem. <laughs> and I go, I go, really, I don't. I don't. I, I, I challenged myself to, to, to not drink. Right? Which is the classic answer of every alcoholic. I don't have a problem. Right. And so, and so uh, the, the neighbors were out in, in their driveway, and they're like, hey, we got a Corona for you. Come on over. And, you know, so I went over, and they're like, you want a beer? I said, no, no, I'm okay. Thanks. I'm, I'm good. And, um, and then, you know, later on in the evening, they're like, hey. You, I said, no. I said, this year, I've, you know, I've challenged myself to not drink. And they kind of look at me. On purpose? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, um, some people run run uh, marathons. Some people bike 40 miles uh, in a weekend. Some people uh, do Ironman. And it's a mental challenge, right? Right. And, and it's a mental challenge. And so I said, I'm going to challenge myself to not have a, a, a drink of alcohol all year, right? To see if I can do it. Well, I'm four and a half months in. I haven't. It's not that hard, right? Um, and, and it gets easier. And it gets easier. My, but but what I'm doing as well is I'm kind of saying, okay, what's working, right? What's working? And and what do I notice? Um, after, uh, on, on Easter Sunday, the Monday after Easter, I said, I'm not going to do any more sugar. You know, I'll do a brownie or a homemade something once in a while, but I'm, you know, and, and trust me, my house is, we're junk food junkies, right? We are absolute little Debbie's this, Doritos that. I mean, we're, we're, we're unhealthy eaters, but we love it. And so I said, I'm going to stop sugar. I'm not going to, I'm not going to have any more um, processed stuff like right. that. And uh, in doing so, well, people are like, why do you want to do that? Just another challenge, just another mental challenge to see if I can if, see if I can do it. And um, and it's just it's really funny now as I'm living the good life is what I would say uh, to see how my body reacts. So right now, my good life this year is all about challenges and understanding how my body reacts to those challenges. And I'm having a blast doing it. I'm learning a lot. Um, I've lost 12 pounds uh, because I'm not eating all that junk anymore. If you found Kent's 12 pounds, would you return them to That's him, please? Right. You know, I got rid of 12 <laughs> pounds is what you're supposed to say, right? 
Um, and so, so the idea is uh, that self-examination for me has really been going and going and going. Now, I'll be 53 in July, um, and I missed it. I was like, ah, I should have done 52 pounds, 52 weeks in in 52 in 52 well i was 52 right it was perfect and i blew it uh but what i'm doing now is i'm saying okay well it is what it is but let's you know where do we want to get to and 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 for what reasons well in a couple years you'll be 55 so the challenge for that year is obeying the speed limit all year long and as sammy hagar (laughs) the red rocker said i can't drive 55 um you know the, the interesting thing is a lot of the philosophers out there and whatnot, coach will say, um, you know, if you explore the world and contemplate on your discoveries, new sources of pleasure, happiness, well-being mm-hmm. um, can be tapped into. What in the past three years, four years, well, let's take since 2018, right? Okay. So 2018 is, is when we started this and then, uh, me, you, and Ron, and um, and at the end of 2018, you went back out uh, and and spent time coaching, speaking, training right. corporations. Right. right? Um, so since 2018, so we're talking 2019, 2020, 2021. Um, what what is what is a new source of pleasure for your happiness or well being that you're tapping into? You brought it up earlier. That's that's change. Um, there's a lot of things in my life that I had gotten um, complacent about. Mm-hmm. Complacent about my weight. Complacent about my health. Complacent about your hair. Uh, obviously, like, obviously, bald guys. I'm a, I'm a bald guy. I'm just undercover. That's it. the uh, in in looking at uh, going back and all all my guests and then looking at the clients and the people I've worked with. One of the things I found was when somebody comes to me and they're ready to change, the change happens rapidly. When somebody comes to me because somebody else sent them or they thought change was a good idea, yeah. but they're, they're not ready, it's like pulling teeth out of a boar hog. Uh, and if you've never pulled teeth out of a boar hog, that is not an easy task. I have not. Uh, that's, uh, but the impetus behind... Uh, this new course I developed, Life Happens, is, uh, you know, and the subtitle to it is How to Make Life Decisions Before a Judge, a Doctor, a Lawyer, or Your Wife Makes It Mandatory, uh, is how do I help someone or inspire someone to understand the changes that they need to make? And that process has come through. Uh, in 2019, I traveled almost 60,000 miles traveling around speaking and, you know, I was, I was always gone. I was always on the road. And when I found out for me, that's not the good life. Being on the stage, speaking, uh, watching the lights come on in the audience, uh, that is the good life. But that's only a very small percentage of all that travel running through airports, being the last one to get on a thing, getting stranded because your flight got canceled. Um, That for me was a very difficult process. But I was willing to keep doing it because it was working. And then the pandemic came along and said, no, no, no. Uh, you're going to have to change the way you do things. And I, I found out I'm not good doing Zoom presentations. Or, <laughs> As anybody. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's a very difficult process to yeah. get, get caught up in. And so so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interrupt because... Um, <laughs> For those of you who don't know, you know, at the end of 2018, um, you, me, Ron had had diff- a set of difficult conversations, right? right? And it uh, um, it was gut punches for a lot of us, right? Mm-hmm. All of us, I would say, right? Um, but here's the truth, right? Without that, and 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 for everybody listening out there, I want you to just, I want you to get close to your to your phone or whatever it is that you're listening on out there on the on the radio, whatever the case may be. And I want you to listen to this. You are now, you have been nominated for your work and your life work to the who's who, right? Yes, sir. That's a huge deal. And would that have happened 
without that gut punch? Probably not. Right. Um, and so, and and so, I, I've watched over the last you know three three and a half years and marveled, um, and and just been giddy at times at, at what you're doing and how you're how you've taken daily dose of encouragement and helped people do that. Um, and that honor, this is this is an honor that's been you know I don't know since the 1800s or whenever whenever the who's who started. It was a long long time ago. Um, but very, very few people get nominated. It's not like you send in your box tops and become a who's who, right? <laughs> Here I've collected seventy-four snap pop tops. Right. Uh, this is this is you. You were um, anonymously chosen, right? Nominated, nominated um, by this company who, who talks about who's who, and I think it's who's who in America. Mar Marquee who's who. There's some yeah. others that are imitators, and I got a call from one the other day, and I thought it was because all I heard was who's who, who's and who? I'm like, well, you already have all my information. Right. And I'm like, well, no, we don't. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, yeah. Oh, for only you know seventeen hundred and fifty dollars. Right. No, thank you. We can get you in a uh, Marquis, yeah. you know, there's no cost yeah. to us. It was an hour and a half interview that I had to go through uh, uh, after the, the nomination. And uh, it was it was really a blessing. And I think the thing that really capped the uh, the approval was the way I charge my clients. And basically, I don't charge my clients until they make money from my coaching. Right. Um, and if I'm coaching someone through grief, they're never going to make money on my coaching. Right. So there, there's not a charge. And we go back to what you said earlier on service. Really, uh, that is living the good life when I can serve others mm -hmm. and help them, um, you know, through the grieving process, through the job hunt process, you know, whatever it is that, that they need. A lot of times they come to me with one need and through our self-discovery, we find out that was that was just a symptom that yeah. wasn't the core issue yeah. uh, because you can't make true life changes until you, you know, you find that core yeah. issue so the, the the interesting thing is um living the good life embracing change to elevate your life to understand uh to take note of those things around you when you got that call after that hour and a half and and i mean it's not that that's not what you were going for you know no. I mean? you weren't playing for the gold medal you, you your life goal was not, i'm gonna be part of the who's who right uh it was never that who's what yeah it, it was it was never that and but then when that happens you take that moment to reflect look back and go i guess so wow i guess wow yeah. i have had a life of service i had you know right um holy smokes um i didn't know Right. It's just you're, you're in it. You're, you know, uh, at the time when Michael Jordan was playing basketball, he probably knew he was good. Probably didn't know that he was the best. Right. Right. I, I, yeah. Hey, I'm a winner. I'm a, I, you know, and now that now that he's able to look back and, and say, you know, he's now the measuring stick in, in the National Basketball Association. You know, he's probably like, you know, I look back at that 30, 30 going. I was just I was just doing my job. I, you yeah. know, I didn't. I, didn't I just know. wanted to be good at my job. Yeah. So I think that I think as 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 you embrace the changes and and you want to continue to live that good life, it's all about um, understanding that self self reflection. Yep. That where where am I at? What, how do I? You know what? This is what I have to do. This is what I'm good at. How do we do this? Um, and it's not everybody doesn't do that the same. Um, God, you know, Ron, we've got his book, book right up here. Um, Ron did it very differently and, and he'd always get upset with you because, you know, when he would do a speaking, so Ron, Ron and you were motivational speakers and national speakers, and he would create files for, you know, right down to what underwear he wore. You know, I was like, Hey, I wore this shirt, these shoes, these socks. He, he had it listed down and he would always get upset because you're like, okay, <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> it's not how I roll. Well, living in the moment is, was, is one of my strengths. The, the impromptu, the, the stories that I have. And when something clicks on one yeah. of those stories and Ron would literally spend probably four to five hours every week for a two minute 
you know, East Texas wisdom with right. Rancher Ron. Yeah. And they're great stories yeah. without question, but, but they were, so. they were always so well thought out. And yeah. I would be just like, Oh, and boom. And I'd go into yeah. one of my things. And I don't know if he was concerned about that, but in, you know, in that difficult conversation uh, we had in that one day, he said, you know, I really need you to spend more time planning. Yeah. And that's, that's not me. Now, at one point in my life, it was when I was a company commander, when I was a plant manager, yeah. when I lived that life, it was very important to do that, but it was a struggle for me. Right. Uh, I went back to one of my old Franklin planners. I came across it the other day and I, I looked at the, the sheet and with the Franklin planner, you wrote all your to-dos down. If you didn't get them down, you wrote them on the next page. And right. I'd flip through page after page and I, you know, it's the it same, same thing on every, <laughs> every one. And it's like, um, Living life to the full, living life for me. So it's, true, Gary. It's being able to react. What does he say? He says uh, Ron was in a class of his own with oh. his He was. He was. It was an incredible mentor, friend, um, business partner. The guy was. And I'm, I'm not trying to, to to drag him down as he's living the good life now up in heaven. But um, oh. you know, the the interesting thing is um, is I think our good life gets derailed because someone else's good life isn't aligned with our good right. life. And, and we allow that to be a, 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 you know, a stick in the spokes, right. You know, on the bicycle ride of life. Right. And, and I think we, as a, as a, as a species are too concerned about what Gary thinks my <laughs> life is like here in America. If only those guys in Singapore would. Right. Um, what you know um what somebody you know what pronoun they call themselves again what it does, if it's not affecting my life why am i going to let that bother me you want to pretend that you're a unicorn you pretend you're a unicorn you go for it have a good time right um and until you start pooping rainbows i probably won't think you're a unicorn okay <laughs> okay <laughs> Did you see what just came out of his butt? Yeah, right. Um, the The bottom line is, my good life is enjoying other people living their good life. Amen. And 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 here's this crazy little station. Um, Ron absolutely enjoyed it. He he absolutely enjoyed it. And then we, you know, Uncle Pete came in, and. Everybody asks, what's your, what's your business goal for, for DDOE? And I would always say to make enough money so that Pete can do this full time. Yeah. Because this was his good life. This was his spot of Zen, as I would say. And he was golden on the mic and he got up and he put so much energy and love and everything into this um, that if I could, that's what I wanted to do. Because this was his happy spot. This was his good life. I've done shows on my own. There's a period of time where I'd go out to Trinell early in the morning and I would yeah. uh, launch a show. Being by yourself on a radio show to me is a very difficult thing to do. For Uncle Pete, that was clearly his happy place. When you listen to him and the, the things that he would pour out and his voice. I mean, I'm, oh, you know, I have, to, I have to get a, a little bug in my throat to have a voice anywhere oh, close yeah. to his. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, so, so the idea is a, a lot of my self reflection is how happy are the people around me and are, how am I helping them live their good life? Mm -hmm. um, and to, to the point where it was very destructive for me. Um, and I know we're running out of time, but, um, you I own the spent, station. We I, can go as long as we want. I spent so much time um, wanting other people to be happy and stri striving for other people to be happy that I was, I was, I, I yeah. was tearing myself down, letting myself go, not finding enough time to contemplate my own life. Well, this year, you know, this year I've read, and I, I've got the count here. Da, 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 da. Two? Is it three? I've read 64 books. 64 physical okay. books, turning pages. Yep. Well, I, I, no, I, uh, audio. Oh, okay. I don't, 
as, as you know, I am busy, so I don't have enough time to sit and read. I do. I have read a, a few right. real books, um, but uh, audio. So you know, right now I'm um, right now I'm I'm reading Brian Tracy's No Excuses: The Power of Self Discipline. One of my favorite right? of all time because I was the king of excuses. And 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 so I'm sitting here uh, and, and and going I. And my self-reflection was I have never put a lot of effort into my own mastery, understanding myself and, right. and helping me build and grow. So these books, these 64 books that I've read are going, hey, you need help here. You need help here. You need help here. And the changes it's making is just ridiculous, right? Just in the way that I approach things. Now. Well, one of the things I see that could be a challenge is in those 60, 64 books. There he is. Toby, good morning. Uh, in, in those 64 books, there's a lot of, every, every one of those authors has the answer or the three things that you need to do to achieve nirvana. Uh, if you've got 64 books and there's only three things, yeah, that, that's 184 things that you now need to do every day because, well, yeah. uh, so how do you pick and choose, uh, you know, this is really good. I'm going to apply this to my life. Oh, that was okay, but I'm going to move on to the next book. Yeah, I, you don't. Um, it, it's, it's like a recipe and, and I don't know what's going to stick. And and that's why I'm reading all, and I'm I'm reading books on on self discipline, business leadership, being a dad, um, health, whatever, right? right. Um, Hair growth? No, oh, no. Okay. Uh, because I want, I don't know, right? I, we, I think we spend too much time trying to put ourselves into one lane, right? And 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 life is a you know a ten lane mega highway. I, you got to choose a lane. Um, I just have to stay on the highway because we don't know uh, if you were to ask, I, I always say this and I, and I love, you know, the old interview. So where do you, where do you see yourself in five years? And, and I always say, well, that's, I, I laugh and they're like, well, what's so funny about that? I go, well, I understand why you're asking that question, but truth be told five years ago, it wasn't sitting in front of you having an interview right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, and, and that's the truth. Um, you still need to resonate with the wisdom being served up. You do, yes, and and it's not the whole book, right? You there's going to be things in that book. Maybe it might be one chapter. It might be one nugget in there. I agree with Shana exactly. You, but if 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 all I did was was read how to be a good dad, I am not being true to myself or living the good life because I'm trying to be what somebody else considers. Honey, I'll dad. be right with you. I'm finishing my book on how to be a good dad. Right, right. <laughs> right. Can't you see I'm reading? <laughs> you know, leave me alone. No, so, 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 yeah. So, the 64 books that I've, and I listen, here's the average amount of books that I've read per year since I got out of college one, one at tops, right? Yeah. And uh, then when I was uh, going through school to be a deacon, um, I read a lot of books. Nope. I read what I needed to to get by. Right. Amen. So I, I agree with that. And that's why I'm throwing so many different things out there. And, and I've had conversations with authors. Oh, you got to slow down. And I said, no, I don't. No, I don't. Because my brain, our brains work extremely faster than we can possibly ever think. And it's catching stuff. And I know it's catching stuff because it's coming out in conversations at different times, different situations with different people. Well, that's this new certification I'm going through. We talked a little bit about it in the green room, but uh, combat brain training, yeah. learning how to speed your brain up to improve your intuition and to learn how to listen to your intuition. Um, and I'll start that certification this afternoon yeah. uh, and, and just getting ready to take that next chapter because as i learn things that are good for me i want to transfer those off to my my clients my friends our listeners who's ever gonna you know give me a moment of their time if i can give you something in a few minutes that it took me hours uh to compile and i can uh, make you a little bit better then there it is well here we are last minute my gosh 
that floor. What are, what are we going to do next week? Next week is Memorial Day. Memorial Day. We'll be here bright and early, bright and surly, bright and. But, well, we'll be here. We'll be here. We'll. Uh, I might bring in a uh, a veteran guest. Let me see who I can. Yeah, uh, we come in we'll and bring we'll... in um, enjoy. But here's here's the deal. Um, that sounds fascinating, Coach. Leave a link. I will when I start yep. uh, moving forward with it. That's it. Listen, uh, we can't thank you. We're humbled, blessed that you guys joined us here. We came back on Monday mornings to try to start the week out right and start it on fire for you. Um, remember, you are you are living the good life. The good life. Um, your life is a good life. Uh, and just embrace change to elevate your life. Uh, do some self-reflection. Um, come back uh, tomorrow. Uh, I think we're clear the rest of this day, but come back tomorrow. We've got anything goes with Bremer and Jones. We'll have Scott Dane in uh, a studio with us. He owns the uh, he owns a drive-in theater, folks. Oh yes, uh, which is fantastic. And then let me tell you something. Brother rolls in, um, and uh, and then innovative strategies on Wednesday. Questions you never thought you could ask in church on uh, on Wednesday as well. Um, and then uh, Friday is always a jam-packed day. It's going to be a fun, fun holiday weekend. Uh, so everybody, uh, for all of us here, twenty-one-six in that, we can't thank you enough for getting caught in the net. Um, and uh, and remember that uh, just be good, but more importantly, be good to each other. Now it's time to get off the bench and get back in the game. We'll see you guys.